Dusty, you've gotten rusty. Why are you playing those video games? Hey, why do you have Trump's in the White House? Then why are you playing those video games? goggles on your face you told so many people that you're taking them all taking on trump taking on the rapper but it seems kind of hard to find yeah it seems kind of hard to find dusty you've got rusty why are you playing those video games why do you have Trump's in the White House? Why are you playing those video games? Let me try to explain It's odd when you get mad at what other people make And then most of what you create Is some jokes and fucking video games So you're a troll and a showman Well then I really Hey guys, this is the podcast. This is like my fourth ever live show. This is the show where I take a look at today's news events through the social media lens. Got a thousand goddamn tabs open. You can see fucking right here. Um, as always, the fucking restream chat ain't working. Why would it? Why the fuck would anything work properly on this goddamn show? It's not like I know what the fuck I'm doing. So today I'm gonna watch this video. Dusty Smith, Cult of One. Apparently, it got a lot of views, and people have been sending this to me like crazy. They're like, "Fucking Dusty, you got gone, man. You got fucking ponzered." My enemies love to send this to me, and I have not seen this video at all. Not even one fucking second of this video. So who knows? You know, you might got you guys might see me cry live on the air, and I might whine like a bitch. I might get fucking owned. I have no idea. We'll find out together what the fuck happened, so it should be interesting. I'm not gonna watch the entire video because I did see it was like 15 fucking minutes, and I'm not watching a fucking 50 minute video on here. So I'm just going to watch a short little clip of this video, a little programming note. Destiny was supposed to be on the show tonight, but apparently he has friends. Fucking show off. He had to go out with his friends tonight because he's all popular and shit. People want his attention and time, so fuck that dude. Uh, but he'll be on Monday, supposedly, if I can get my goddamn uh, shit figured out, which who knows? I probably won't. This is all so complicated. Don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So look forward to seeing Destiny. Once again, those of you who joined me like last, uh, was it Friday or today Monday? Today's Friday, right? I can't even know what the fuck day it is. Anyway, we had Jack and Glenn on the last show and it did not go well. Did not fucking go well at all. Um, so I got to figure all my shit out still. Still work in progress. I'm working on it. It's Friday. 
See, this is what happens when you don't have a regular job. Can't remember what fucking day it is. Also, way too much weed. So let's start off by watching this video. I'm just going to watch a little bit of it. This video that fucking ponzered me. Totally ponzered. Uh, it's called Dusty Smith, Cult of One. Alright, let's see what the fuck this guy has to say about why I'm such a ridiculous piece of shit. Full screen it. Full screen, bitch. Do it. Here we go. Have you ever found yourself watching an Amazing Atheist video and thinking, Wow, I just love this guy. His potassium levels are outstanding. But he is a little too clean cut for me. I would prefer that he were less educated, more annoying, and dirtier. While the thought of being subjected to another Amazing Atheist video makes me envy Helen Keller, the thought of watching an even more trailer trash version of The Amazing Atheist makes me want to suck start a shotgun. But hey, perhaps you're a glutton for punishment. If so, the man you're looking for is Dusty Smith. Hell yeah! And this is his story. Woohoo! My story. Bloody fedora. I don't think I've ever worn a fedora in any of my videos, but okay, cool. Dusty started making YouTube videos in 2009, at the peak of what is now known as the Golden Fedora Era of YouTube. It is an era long forgotten where the atheist reigned supreme. Dusty burst onto the scene with a completely original persona. He portrayed a blue-collar, rough-around-the-edges atheist who screamed incoherently into a camera, smoked way too much weed, and judging by his appearance, showered by liberally spritzing himself with Old Spice. Nailed me! The funny part is, no one really knows where he got the idea for a shtick, because it was completely unheard of at the time and hadn't been done by anyone else. Some people chalk it up to his brilliance, others say it was his pure charisma, but I have a feeling the world will never know the truth of the- I just copied off the Amazing Atheist. I've said this many times before. I actually read an article about the Amazing Atheist that told me how well he was doing, I was like, shit, if that guy can do it, I can do it! So I just turned on my camera and I was like, hey, I'll just talk about atheism. And I didn't even really watch very many Amazing Atheist videos. In fact, I've only, I think I've only seen like four or five in my life. And at the time, I'd only seen like part of one. And uh, the reason, it wasn't anything against him or anything. It's just that I thought I might copy his style if I watched too many of his videos. And I kind of want to do my own original style. So I kind of want to talk about atheism in my style without copying him. But, you know, he was my inspiration by my channel. I never said otherwise, so. Go, TJ! the mystery of where he got the idea for his persona or why it became so it's a popular. Mystery. As I mentioned, Dusty's videos consisted mainly of him screaming into a camera. What did he scream about, you ask? Well, religion, of course. All things religion. Religious people, religious pictures, religious songs, religious laws. If it was religious, you could bet your sweet ass he was screaming about it. And he did great work, really well thought out, well researched stuff, like this video where he eloquently draws parallels between the persecution faced by atheists in modern day society to the struggles faced by African Americans during the early era of the United States. And then it dawned on me, atheists are the new niggers. They are treating us exactly the way they used to treat black people. In fact, when you see these white cracker Christian politicians, you can almost tell they want to call us niggers. They want to be like, you niggers can't run for office. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in nothing. You niggers need to stay away from us. Y'all ain't from around here, are you boys? I don't know about you, but I could not have said that any better myself. The man. So this is a video I removed a long time ago. This is like when you watch stuff from like your, your original catalog. It's cringe as fuck, right? Um, this is a really stupid thing to say, and I understand that now. Like, it was explained to me why... They, and and I, let me explain it to you. To uh, hijack a word that has been the most demonizing, dehumanizing word in the history of human language, probably. 
to a group of people and to take it upon myself and to pretend like I know anything about the kind of uh, demonization that has been caused by people because of that word or like I could adopt that word to describe myself in any way is just fucking ridiculous. Which is why I moved the video a long time ago and I've talked about it and how stupid this was. But, you know, he's got a point. Like, here's the thing. When I get caught out for my bullshit, the shit I did a long time ago, I think I deserve everything they fucking people say about me. I deserve to be made an example out of. Because when you make an example out of me, what you do is you you teach people uh, for my failures, and which is completely valid. It makes those failures more valuable, really, to be honest with you. And, yeah, from a ego standpoint, it's embarrassing. But once you get your ego out of the way, you realize that if other people are learning from your fuck-ups, then they're actually more valuable, and it's actually, you know, makes it better that you made those fuck-ups. So, yeah, you know, it's embarrassing that I did this, but, you know, what can you do? All you can do is live and learn from your fuck-ups and publicly own them, and then try to use them to make yourself better, you know? Use it for self-improvement, which is what I've tried to do, so... Totally valid. Anybody who wants to jump on me for doing this video, anybody who wants to make an example out of me, I absolutely should be made an example out of... Totally fucking fair game. Keep on. Man is a fucking wordsmith. Now, you might be thinking, well yeah, he's practically Shakespearean, but so what? He was just making YouTube videos, right? Well, you could not be more wrong. You see, Dusty wasn't just making Christian ponage videos, he was risking his life to spread the truth. While you were sitting at your pathetic job or listening to a lame lecture at your mediocre college, Dusty was putting his life on the line. Uh, doing what I do is very dangerous. I live in Mississippi, and saying the shit that I say on YouTube in public, it could literally get me killed. I'm not overhyping that at all. I could literally be killed for what I'm saying. Dusty was an atheist freedom fighter. He might not believe in God, but it is truly a miracle that he didn't suffer a public execution. How he avoided being stoned to death from making YouTube videos is beyond comprehension, as the death squads of the atheist genocide of the early 2000 teens in the United States were absolutely brutal. But So I did get tons of death threats. Um, like, one of the psychopaths I grew up with, his name is Johnny Mims. Fuck you, Johnny. Like, literally, completely fucking psychopathic dude messaged me and told me if I ever went back to my hometown, I'd be murdered because of my atheist shit. So, yeah, and this is the kind of guy who would, you know, the kind of guy who would... I'm not, I don't want to, like... Maybe he would. Maybe he was just full of shit. Maybe he really wouldn't do that. But there are a lot of rednecks around here who would do shit like that. You know, shit like that has definitely happened. And also, it's not, it wasn't just... Uh, my videos on atheism, also my videos on Islam. I got tons of fucking threats from Islam, people saying, I pray every night to Allah that I'm the one that gets to cut your head off. And it was at the time where they were literally going around murdering vloggers all over the place. So yeah, it's fucking dangerous shit. But you know, maybe I overhyped it. Maybe I wasn't really as much in danger as I thought I was, you know. I I felt like I was because of all the threats I was taking, but who knows, you know. Maybe I'm just a fucking drama queen. You know, I'll take it. Dusty's narrow escape from the bands of murderous religious zealots did not crush his spirit. In fact, it strengthened his resolve. And as a result, yeah. he began to flourish. As his and many other atheist YouTubers' subscriber counts grew, they began to overwhelm the evil religious zealots that so oppressed them. We did and eventually, it. against all odds, they defeated them. 
successfully purging their evil presence mm, from no. YouTube. And now that Dusty had power... No, what happened was, is the community got taken over by these anti-SJWs, and they completely forgot about religious people, and then we had, you know, Donald Trump take over, and religious people take over all three branches of governments, and most state governorships, and most state legislatures, which is exactly what the fuck happened. We dropped the ball on it big time, and religion got up off the ground, and they fucking walloped us in the head with a two-by-four, which is where we're at today, so not exactly accurate. He would show compassion. He would take the hands of the innocent children who had been brainwashed by the evil Christians, and he would show them the way using logic and kindness. Why can't I pray in school? You can. How can anybody fucking stop you from praying in school? Bow your head and fucking pray. There's no goddamn way anybody can stop you, you dumb little motherfucker. <laughs> For the next few years, the atheists... I stand behind that. That's just solid material right there. ...would rule YouTube. But as we all know, all good things must come to an end. The year is 2013, and internet atheism is beginning to crumble. For too long now, the Fedora Lords have ruled with a smug fist, and the internet plebs are beginning to revolt. The YouTube atheists like are struggling to maintain their relevance when the unthinkable happens. A Reddit user by the name of Alois posts this. In this moment, I am euphoric. Not because of any phony god's blessing, but because I am enlightened by my intelligence. And with that, the fate of the atheist YouTubers was sealed. For the next year, Fedora memes would run rampant as the Fedora Lords began grasping for straws. And around 2014, that straw was grasped. Gamergate and the advent of the social justice warrior. Some atheists... I never got involved in Gamergate in any way. Like, I almost know nothing about it because I was in no way involved in that whatsoever had big enough audiences to ride out the storm, but most either saw the advantage in switching to a more relevant topic or, due to their smaller audience, had no other choice in the matter. Dusty had a relatively decent-sized audience, but it was not near large enough for him to weather the storm. Unfortunately, along with the fact that he strongly resembles a potato, the poor man has the IQ of one, and thus was oblivious to Here. the shift that was happening right before his eyes. Uh, no, not oblivious at all. In fact, I did a video with TJ called Questions for SJWs. I was with in there with, uh, Armored Skeptic, Undoom, Sargon, Chris Raygun. I was right there in the whole bunch, you know. I was actually invited to go on tour with the Drunken Peasants during the hide, during the, during their heyday. During the height of their heyday, I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, I had perfect opportunity to switch over to the anti-SJW bullshit, and I actually did a little bit. It's hard to turn down all that money and all that popularity to do that, but then I realized that did not want to be a part of that. I saw the people that they were uh, attracting, and I did not want to be associated with those people whatsoever. I found them embarrassing. Still find them embarrassing. Like PewDiePie's fans, who I've been interacting with a ton lately. Like, I had no idea why this guy would want to be associated with these people. They're just the bottom of the fucking barrel, you know? Just trash, you know? So anyway, I made a decision that I would rather be unpopular. I'd rather go against the grain. I'd rather not make all that money. I'd rather be able to sleep at night. And so that's what I did. It had nothing to do with, oh, I couldn't weather the storm. or I couldn't figure out how to make anti-SJW videos. Like, that's difficult. Like, it's really fucking difficult to make anti-SJW videos. All you do is use, this, use the uh, a thumbnail of that girl who's got the glasses on, whose face is like this. You know what I'm talking about. The one that every fucking body uses. And then you just mine every movie for, 
you know, oh, they put a woman in this movie. Look how badass she is. Social justice. And get, you know, 300,000 views. It's not difficult to do this. I just chose not to because I thought, you know, Trump was president. Christians had taken over everything. Even if it's not popular, I still think this is the most important thing to talk about. So that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I did, right? Atheist YouTubers like Thunderneck saw what was happening. They didn't cease their atheist content altogether, but they made other, more topical videos as well. Dusty... He kept didn't. ramming his thick skull into the brick wall that was the creationist argument, even though the wall had become a pile of useless rubble. Dusty... Mm, no, Christians took over fucking everything, and everybody forgot about it and turned their back on it, didn't fight it anymore, but I kept fighting because they were fucking in charge of everything, and if you watch my videos... You know, most of my videos about how they're raping our kids and killing people in the name of religion and still doing all the horrible shit in the name of religion that they've always done and felt like somebody should say something about it. And thus I did. Dusty maintained decent numbers throughout 2014, but in 2015, the numbers began to dwindle. At the end of 2015, Dusty disappeared and he wouldn't reappear for another seven months, but when he did, everything. Yeah, I moved to Denver and did all the fucking drugs, right? Did Not the hard drugs, like MDMA I did all the time and acid. I've talked about this. I partied my ass off. I got a divorce. So yeah, I went and fucking rocked it out. It was pretty fun, but you know, ultimately vacuous. Would change. I'm going to stop this right quick to say that I'm going to check the super chats in a second, guys. Uh, if you want to send me a super chat, I will read your question on the air. And the more you donate to me... The more I will take serious your question, uh, the more I will look at it and I will think about it hard and try to give you a great answer on it. Pretty much all the money I make on this channel goes to the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. We rescue animals that are in dire need of being rescued. They're just about be ready to be put down and we go grab them and we're like, no, don't fucking kill these animals. And we get them a nice forever home and that's what we do. I clean up piss and shit all day long. So if you like what I do, please support this channel and maybe super chat me. That would be awesome. On with the show. All right, hurry up. Move on. Come on. I know I'm sexy, but we don't have to look at me this long. Come on. This is a pretty good video, though, so far. The year is 2016, and Dusty Ooh. is back with a vengeance. Back After a vengeance. months of intense research, he discovered the solution to his failing YouTube career. SJWs. Dusty came out guns a-blazing. Unfortunately, he was shooting blanks. Mm, as always. And taking down Black Lives Matter, the video received very little views relative to the size of his channel and garnered a 6 to 1 dislike ratio, causing him to lose thousands of his liberal fans. The video didn't resonate with his target demographic either, as it was simply... Got, he just showed it. He got 88,000 views. It did actually really well. I sat there and talked in front of my camera for five minutes, and it did amazing. In fact, all the anti-SJW material I did did really fucking well. That had nothing to do. He's gonna, I know he's going to claim, it didn't do well, so he changed his demographic. But no, that shit did way better. It did way fucking better. It always did. Like, even the, uh, the most recent video I did, where I basically took up for the MAGA hat kids, because that one was seen as anti-SJW. It did, like, three, 400,000 views or something. That material still is what sells, and, you know, I could have done that material, and I could have got more views. And to say otherwise, it's just really fucking ridiculous. But go ahead. A one-and-a-half-minute copy-paste amalgamation of the videos others had been doing for the past year. That or this new anti-SJW audience was... And also, I took the video he's talking about down. Um, I no longer have this view. I have a much more nuanced view of Black Lives Matter now, and I thought, I think this is just edgy bullshit. So, you know, I wasn't comfortable with this material, so I took it down. And, like, all this stuff he's showing has been taken down a long time ago because 
I agree. It's fucking cringy. I didn't do a good job with it. I didn't research it enough. I, 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 I didn't do justice to the material. So I removed it, and I've spoken out against it since. And, you know, I've tried to change my material to be better and my demographic to be better. So keep on. I wasn't a fan of a hobo screaming into a camera inside a shipping container in the middle of the woods. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> He's actually got me there. I, I didn't do this video in a shipping container in the middle of the woods, but I actually did do some of the videos in the shipping container in the middle of the woods. I had a little studio set up with a green screen. The very first videos I did 10 years ago, they were even worse than this. So he got me pegged. Continue to fail with a cringeworthy video titled Five Simple Questions for Social Justice Warriors, a vaguely racist video titled Fuck Black People, a 20-minute video. Yeah, that wasn't a racist video. It had a racist title. I've removed it since, but the whole thing was basically about how I love black people and I grew up in the black culture and black people were all my heroes. If you actually watched it, he's not going to show it, but if you watched it, that's what it said. But I feel like the title and the thumbnail was was racist and ridiculous and stupid, so I removed it, you know, because I don't want to be associated with that or the people that, that attracts. Video called Cult of Dusty is a Racist, where he tries to explain why he isn't a racist. Another BLM video, an attempt at a feminist ponage video, and a five episode absolute abortion of a podcast. Alas, Dusty found no success. Mm, I found no success. I don't know what these people are talking about. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've literally, as my full time job, been making goofy YouTube videos in my underwear. How is that not success? Even if it ended tomorrow, it was a success. Like, it's just, it's just so silly. There was just something about him that didn't resonate with anyone any longer. Now, when Dusty realized he had alienated a chunk of his liberal audience and was finding no success with his new content, he came up with a genius plan. He would attempt a ponage video directed at the quote-unquote skeptic community. The very people he had been unsuccessfully imitating for the past year. Attacking so- Unsuccessfully imitating? I don't even know. Like, I have 250,000 subscribers. Like, most videos I do, like, it- even back in the day, it was like 80K. I don't even... I grew up in a town that had 120 people. If 80K watched my videos, it's just stupid, really. It's just kind of silly. I mean, I understand what he's doing, but... Eh. Social justice warriors and feminists has become the new gold rush on the internet. That's where everybody's making their fucking money at these days. Where's the lie? There are certain channels out there who all they do is attack Islam. The most evil thing on the planet, Islam. That's what they focus on. And they have a minor amount of support. Where's the lie? To attack feminists and social justice warriors have half a million people following them. This is what the community is supporting right now. It's even worse now, man. Have you seen it now? Like the quartering shit, all the, the gamers and geeks or whatever. They literally sit in front of a camera for like three minutes and just talk about Captain Marvel and how they put a woman in there and get 500,000 views. That's worse than it's ever been. I was a, a fucking soothsayer, man. I was a sage. Everything I fucking said exactly came true, dude. How are you even denying this? A guy who has a channel primarily attacking Islam or Christianity gets minor support, whereas a guy who is attacking primarily feminism or social justice warrior makes tens of thousands of dollars off Patreon because people are supporting him so heavily. This is what True the community story. has decided is important. True the most story. evil thing on the planet right now are social justice warriors and feminists. As if he hadn't been doing it himself, 
albeit failing, Dusty berates other, more popular YouTubers for making anti-SJW videos. He wanted to go back to a better, simpler time where anti-religious channels reigned supreme and those goddamn anti-SJW channels, they were getting in the way. Well, if you actually watch the series of videos I made, uh, it wasn't just attacking religion. I thought, like, attacking conservatism and global warming was probably the most important thing we could talk about. That's what I pretty much set out my videos directly after this one talking about. Pretty much every video after that talked about global warming, because I think that's a topic that is incredibly important that gets lost in the shuffle of all this talk about social justice warriors. So, In a way, I guess you could say they took his job. <laughs> they took your job. I know. They took my job. Oh man, they took your job. They took my they took they And what was his solution for turning the community back in the right direction? Well, it was a simple, tried and true tactic. And a lot of these people supporting Trump want to pretend like they're not actually part of the alt right, which is bullshit. You're spreading the exact same memes the alt right is spreading. You're talking the exact same shit the alt right. True story. Like if you go on the dot, all you gotta do is like go back in time. That's the cool thing. Like it's the internet. Everything's saved. So you go back in time to the time period I made this video. Go to like the Donald subreddit, and you can see for, for one, it wasn't about race at that particular time. There were black people calling themselves alt right, Mexicans, Asians. It was like the new cool title everybody was using, and it was basically all about spreading memes that shit on liberals and gave conservatives and Donald Trump a pass. The entire point of it was to try to make liberals look bad so Donald Trump would be elected president. And these other YouTubers, they 100% were taking their cues directly from the memes the alt-right was spreading. They they were. I mean, you can go look. They, you could go look one-to-one -one ratio. They would go and they would take something off the Donald subreddit and they would spread it on Twitter or they would make a video about it. Hell, the fucking Pepe, the, the fucking Keck shit was hugely fucking popular. It was completely taken over by the Donald subreddit. I mean, they say, no, no, Keck was meant to make fun of blah, 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 whatever. You could actually go see who it was popular by. It wasn't popular on liberal forums. It was almost completely taken over on conservative forums. This is exactly the same shit all these anti-SJW channels were spreading. It was directly from the alt-right playbook. And if you actually read what stuff like uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon said, that's exactly what they wanted to do, man. They wanted to make this mean culture that distracted people from the actual issues. Because on the actual issues, they got killed. Like universal health care, global warming, uh, taxes for the rich, uh, deregulating Wall Street. They got killed on those issues. So they had to distract the public with all this minutia bullshit, like attacking social justice warriors, blowing this whole fucking thing out of proportion. And the skeptics were on board 100% because that's where the fucking money was. So I told the truth, and uh, you can lie and say I didn't, but I fucking did, dude. Right is talking. You can try to distance yourself from the alt-right as much as you possibly want to, but it's bullshit. Everything he disagrees with is now alt-right. Uh, bullshit. Yes. Dusty's... What I was saying then, the alt-right, we now consider the alt-light. But like I said, every, like Paul Joseph Watson, he was calling himself alt-right. Um, Chris Raygun was saying, being alt-right is not about your political beliefs, it's about the jokes you like. I mean, everybody was associating with this motherfucking moniker. So yeah, I called people alt-right back then, but now that moniker would be considered alt-light instead of alt-right because after Trump was elected, people began to be incredibly embarrassed to be associated with that moniker. And so the, the racist that started that, it was started by racists to begin with, and then it kind of took got taken over by the mainstream and people who weren't racist started calling themselves that. And then after Trump got elected, the racists kind of took that moniker back over again. So yeah, if you look at the context of what I'm talking about, it's true. Go look. All you have to do is go look. Everything's fucking saved on the internet. Go to Reddit. Check it out for yourself. Smith went full shives. Cool. 
Steve's, I've never seen a Steve Shouse video. That's the funny thing. Never seen one Steve Shouse video ever. Fled, did not return. Instead, he lost a large portion of his moderate slash right-leaning audience and incurred the ire of thousands. I didn't lose them. I purged them. I've been purging them ever since. Hell, I just lost like a thousand this last week because of my PewDiePie video. But that's kind of the point. I don't want to be associated with these people, and I don't care if I'm incredibly popular. I'm not like PewDiePie, who just is a hoarder of subscribers, who would just fucking take anybody on the goddamn earth, who doesn't care who he's associated with. I actually care. I think your fans, uh, they represent you. And when shitheads and racists and transphobes and bigots go out and they tell people they're fans of mine, that's embarrassing to me. So I've done my best to try to motherfucking purge these people. Like, I'm not worried about losing subscribers. Who gives a shit about that? people who didn't even know his name before he began his YouTube atheist crusade. His view count has plummeted. That's the white. He has one of the worst like to dislike ratios around. To give you an example of how far he has fallen from grace, here are two videos. One from 2013, one from 2016. From 2.1 million views to not even close to 200,000 views. That is disgraceful. <laughs> I mean... Not really. The second one he shows, we got 140,000 views, right? That's still pretty fuck. How's that disgraceful, man? How was 140,000 views in a video disgraceful? I mean, obviously, the first video was like the first I did of that series, so it was more popular. Usually, sequels don't do as well. I don't know. Stupid. And none of his other videos fare any better. So you might be asking yourself, where is Dusty Smith today? If you're like me, you're not today? asking yourself that because you've never given a shit where Dusty was. Even I don't give But a I know shit. some of you are morbidly curious, so I looked into it for you. You are welcome. From King to Court Jester, I bet he plays the video of me slapping Donald Trump with dicks in virtual reality. It's the one they love to fucking play to try to make fun of me. Say what you will about oh, there he is. Smith. <laughs> He's a man of his word. Yep. He now spends his days on Twitter complaining about other people's videos non-stop, with occasional mm -hmm. VR Let's Plays That's where fair. he tries out the latest and greatest games, like slapping Donald Trump with dildos or... I did, what, three? Three game videos, I think? And the reason I did this, if you watch that video, I did this as a catalyst to talk about both global warming and Trump's tax cuts, which were upcoming, which were gonna put $1.5 trillion in the credit card and give them to the super rich, uh, which is exactly what happened. Ballooned our national deficit to $22 trillion. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a pretty valid subject to talk about, even though I did it in a funny way, slapping people with dicks. And I'm wearing a house robe. Not really taking it all that seriously, but okay. Bar fights. It's 2018, the current year. And by all measures, it is the year of internet blood sports. People are bringing the most controversial guests they can find on their shows and letting them duke it out. <laughs> Dusty has been trying to get on anyone's channel he can. What? What are you talking about? Internet Blood Sports continuously invited me on. And I told them I wanted no part of it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Literally continuously got slammed and spammed by people begging me to come on their shows. Never went on one show fucking ever. Like, I got tricked on going on Andy Worski's show one time. But other than that, that was before the Internet Blood Sports shit. Actually, that was kind of the catalyst to what made Internet Blood Sports popular. I got like I had no idea it was even going to be recorded. They kind of conned me into going on there, and I got on there, and I was three-on-one against Bering and Andy Worski and some other dude, some other uh, one of AIU's little flying monkeys. Um, I had no idea what this dude's talking about. Only instead of politely asking to do a stream, he will launch into a tirade on Twitter, disparaging their character, demanding to do the stream on his channel, and just generally talking shit. 
As one would expect, that sounds about no right. one wants to associate with him. Recently, Adam, Touch a Kid's Wii and You'll Get the Zyklon B, Race Worski, did a live show involving alt-right poster girl Richard Spencer and Supreme Chancellor of the Liberalist Society, Sargon of Akkad. It was the top live stream on YouTube when it aired, with anywhere from 12 to 14,000 people tuning in. Dusty took particular issue with the stream, claiming Adam was irresponsible and trying to cash in on the money of Nazis by platforming them. He literally got named the new It Boy by the two largest white supremacy websites on the internet. He literally hired a white nationalist to be his co-host. Yeah, I mentioned that a few times. He even made a 17-minute long video critique of the live stream. So on one side, you had Richard Spencer, who is right now the father of the white supremacy movement, a guy who believes in setting up a white ethno state, a guy who is openly calling for some kind of ethnic cleansing. He's a really well-educated guy, well-spoken. He's not like your typical white supremacist, an inbred redneck, you know, like, like me. me. He dresses nice, <laughs> he speaks well, he has a cool fashy haircut, and his white supremacy message seems to really resonate with a lot of people on the right. And also to be on Spencer's side, he invited Millennial Woes, who is another one of these white supremacists, ethno-state supporting, anti-Jewish dipshits. Who so fuck Israel, I know that much. Who just can't wait to get rid of the darkies. And then on the other side, to oppose Richard Spencer, he invited Stixenhammer666, who is also a fucking conservative. This is a guy who in the past has said he is on the fringes of the alt-right, has even referred to himself as alt-light. I'm not joining any of your movements. I have my own uh, ideological views. I'm supporting both sides. In okay, but he did say that. I mean, you can go check, so... So far as they're speaking, and neither side in so far as they're acting out. Yeah, we know what's that drawn, buddy. How about that? Don't bullshit a bullshitter. How about I'm an American? Fire shirt. doesn't really seem to like Jews very much. So fuck Israel, I know that much. Yeah. And for the I have no problem with Jews, but the Israeli government I have a huge problem with. I don't think that's anti-Semitic in any way to be against the fucking Jewish government and all the shit they've done. I don't think most of the Jewish people actually support a lot of things the Israeli government does, so it has nothing to do with the fucking Jews at all. It has to do with one particular government and what they're doing. No nothing wrong whatsoever with speaking out against the Israeli government. In fact, I think you have a duty to do it if they're doing evil, right? Can't let people say, oh, you're anti-Semitic speaking out against the government. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with disliking Jews or hating Jews. It has to do with what the fucking government's doing. Just silly. most part, a guy that agrees with Spencer on a lot of stuff. What are you smoking, dude? It doesn't do what he's saying makes no sense. It's clear defamation, too, because you have to understand it is provably false. Uh, no, just go look up this tip this guy said in the past. What I said is true. Just go look at it. Go rational wiki and just look this guy up and see the it has his quotes, man. It's all fucking sourced. You can click on it, you can see this shit this guy's been saying. So. It is objectively provably false that I or Sargon have much in common with Spencer on the main topic. Does uh, Oh my god. Fucking Richard Spencer is a public saying that Sargon was a good entry point to the alt-right. And he is. And all these guys are. And the reason is, is because pretty much the alt-right and what Sargon put out agree on every single thing except the racism part. 
Uh, everything else, the shitting on liberals continuously, all the conservative memes, all that shit, it's basically a mirror of each other. The only thing, the difference is, is the fucking racism part. But the racism part is just one part of the alt-right. All the fucking memes shitting on liberals and giving conservatives a pass, that's a huge fucking part of what makes them makes up their community, right? That's mostly what they fucking do all day. Mostly the alt-right doesn't sit around and post fucking racist memes. They sit around and post anti-SJW memes. And so that's why people who are so uh, infatuated with Sargon oftentimes jump over to the fucking alt-right because it's so similar to each other. Now, I know I know Sargon has spoken out against racism and the alt-right before. I understand he's tried to distance himself from them, and good, he should. But it doesn't change the fact that Richard Spencer is directly on record saying, hey, you know, I'm a fucking expert on this. I know where people who are following me are coming from, and they're coming from Sargon's fan base. You know, it's a great entry point for what I'm doing, you know. Go look. Being the pillar of morality that he is, really hates that Adam made money off bigots. Mostly the whole thing was a big shit show. On these YouTube super chats, people can pay money to have their messages pop up that the host reads. And white supremacists... That reminds me, super chat! See, he makes thousands of dollars from racists and, you know, probably spends it burning his nipples or whatever. So, you can super chat me and I will spend it rescuing animals. Much better in my opinion. We're literally paying Andy Warshke to read their propaganda live on the air. True story. Which he was doing. Yep. Unfortunately, Dusty's lust for shekels is absolutely shameless. <laughs> Teach me how to do that super My chat. lust for shekels. You know, that's kind of a little nod to the Jews, talking about a little anti-Semitism there. But, you know, I'll see through it. Shit, and I'll split the money with you. Yes, Dusty is so obnoxious that even people... Yeah, that was a joke. I was joking around with the guy making fun of him about his super chat, so... You can't even joke around on Twitter because everybody will say, you're serious, dude. It's like when Shoe on Head told everybody I was serious when I said that no black person has ever been the manager of a grocery store and that Obama was president, but he didn't actually have any real power because managers of grocery stores are the ones that have the real power in this country. You know, you can say something so unbelievably outrageous, obviously jokes, and they'll say, you're not joking. Huh, you're just pretending you're joking, retard. I mean, it's just, you know, this is the level of people you're dealing with here. People who will have white supremacists and Antifa members on their shows are put off by him. Everyone but he can see that his channel is in its death throes, and before long, <laughs> he will have faded. They've literally been saying, like, I've heard this every day of my life for eight years at least. My channel's been out for ten years. Eight years. Every day, people have been telling me how my channel's dead, how my career's over. Like, you guys need to get some new material, okay? It's just silly. It's still going strong. It's still, you know... I'm still doing fine. And, you know, even if it did end tomorrow, it would still be fine. It would be 10 years of success. Who gives a shit, really? ...into complete and utter obscurity. Well, that would be fine. If it happens, it happens. If I become obscure, oh well. Not something I'm really going to sit around and worry about too much, you know? I never really wanted to be that famous, and it's all good to me. So anyway, let me read the super chats if I have any. See what you guys thought about that shit. Uh, got a few super chats. Parker Aguirre says, "Have a great stream, thank you, Parker." Tyson Monham says, "How come the current skeptic community hates you so much, even though you are one of the pioneers of it on YouTube?" Because I called them out because they changed their material to be all about anti-SJWs or about SJWs. Um, I actually talked to them, like I've talked to them in private, and they were like, I wonder what we're going to do to make money once the SJW stuff dies off. Like, they know exactly what they're fucking doing, and they knew exactly what they were doing the whole fucking time. And so, I called them out for it, and they didn't like that, so they smeared me and spread a bunch of disinformation about me, and they tried to make people dislike me, and it worked, you know. Uh, they were very successful in that, and kudos to you guys. You definitely, you know, shit taught me really well. 
499 from Zombie Guy, Zombie Game Tsunami. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Respect for learning from your mistakes. Some of your tears should double down because it doesn't affect them. Yeah, man, it's called cool. You know, I, I fuck up all the time. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, I don't pretend like I'm something I'm not. Like, I don't pretend like I'm this real educated fucking genius motherfucker. I'm just dumb and trying to figure all this shit out like everybody else has as I go. And I make a lot of fucking mistakes on the way. But the thing is, is it's okay to make mistakes. As long as you're willing to own up to them publicly. I think you have to publicly own up to them. Because that allows other people to make, uh, to learn from your mistakes. And also uh, allows them to know what you feel like you've made a mistake on. and, And know that you don't continue to have those same beliefs, you know. Um, but as long as you're willing to do that and you're willing to let those mistakes change you for the better, it's completely fine to be a loud mouth and say whatever the fuck you want to, in my opinion. $1.99 for the dogs and cats. Thank you. I will buy some high-quality dog food. None of that Walmart bullshit. $5. If their gods were what they claim they are, they wouldn't need dust, wouldn't need to seek Dusty out and kill him because their all-powerful god would easily do it. Yeah, you would think. I don't really think logically like that. I don't really give a shit. Thank you, Dusty, for becoming my new Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I appreciate it, but... Oh, 666. I like that. That's clever. P4P, number one, Tiramisu. Um, yeah, I'm nobody's Lord and Savior. Like, I don't even want to be there. Like, I don't even want to be put on a pedestal or anything, because when you put people on pedestals, they're just going to disappoint you. Because the truth is, all of us, we're just normal people, you know, and we're, we're, we're flawed, incredibly flawed. And so when you put us on pedestals, you're just going to end up being very disappointing because we're going to let you down. So don't put me on a pedestal, please. I'm definitely not worthy of it. Um, keep up the good work, Mr. Smith from Capitol Hill, Denver, Colorado. Woohoo! Thank you, Andrew Mills. Gave me $20. I take that very seriously because you gave me a large amount of money. I definitely appreciate that. You bought my love. You are my favorite at this moment. You and TJ seem like the only sane people on YouTube. That's cool. TJ might come on here eventually. Who knows? Um, we'll see. We'll see if he shows up. Although, if it's a clusterfuck like it was with uh, Jack and Glenn, I would not blame him for coming on. I hope I can fix those problems we can have Destiny on. Have you seen Sargon's latest video about him cheerleading for Christianity while saying Islam is bad? He lost his balls as an atheist. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like He's made videos before cheerleading the art right. Uh, he was like coaching them coaching them on how to have better optics so they could win. He literally said, if it comes down to the alt-right and SJWs, then I'm on team alt-right. You know, I'd rather the alt-right win, you know? I'd rather these fucking white supremacist fascists take over than having women in my goddamn Marvel movies. You know, Sargon's just a shill as shill can be. Like, this guy told McKenzie or whatever the fuck his name that just made the video. I'd like to see him make a video like that about Sargon, somebody that really deserves the criticism. Just silly. Hey, Brenny Dinger. I hope I pronounced that right. Buy some good food for those good boys and girls. I will. I'm going to do a video where I'm just going to bring them all in here and show them one by one. Um, we have currently seven dogs and ten cats, I think. Um, those are our babies. We take really good care of them, and they're spoiled as fuck. One of them's in heat right now, so the other ones are just constantly going fucking crazy trying to hump her. It's really annoying, but, you know, it's what I signed up for, and... I actually feel like I'm doing a lot better with my life now than I did when I was in Denver, so they, it, I get more enjoyment out of it than anybody. Um, so let me look, check the regular chat and make sure I don't skip over you guys just because you're not paying me. Although I'm skipping over most of you because you're not paying me. You should really pay me. Um, uh, yeah, how does my computer not come to a grinding halt with all those tabs open? I don't know. It, it kind of does sometimes. It's probably why my uh, chat with uh, Jacqueline Glenn did not go well at all. Trump is a disease, but he is one, Trump isn't the disease, but he's one hell of a symptom. Yeah, that's true. It's a broken. The entire country's fucking broken. Really, it needs to be rebuilt from the ground up. To be honest with you, um, 
I don't know. Somebody said somebody's a neckbeard. Sargon is retarded. I don't even use that word anymore because that's ableist. I'm just kidding. I don't mind if you use that. It's all about context. Um, there is no God, only sheep, Dusty. I like your show, but sometimes you take shit too seriously. The powers that be already divided and conquered. Just enjoy your life, Trump. I don't know how I could take any of this shit much less serious than I'm doing. I literally just make YouTube videos in my underwear. It's not really that big of a deal. Um, and it's not scrolling up. This chat, it just sucks. Like, I don't know. Restream's got to get the shit together. Um, would love to see a Q&A with Jesse Lee Peterson and Dusty. I invited Jesse Lee Peterson to be on my show. He did not respond. Um, I invited a lot of people to be on my show. They did not respond. So I, I guess they're not going to be on my show. A lot of people were uh, commenting on how long my show should be. I've already done, what, 43 minutes? Um, a lot of people were like, you shouldn't do shows more than 20 minutes. And some people were like, do four hours. And I was thinking like maybe an hour or 90 minutes. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do the show for however long it takes. You know, I have, a, as you see, all these tabs open. And I'm just going to talk about everything I want to talk about and then the show will end. And if that takes 20 minutes, if that takes four hours, however long that's going to fucking take. Uh, that's the whole reason I'm doing the show to begin with because there's so many things I wanted to talk about. You know, I'm on social media all the time and there's so many topics that I think are worthy of discussion. And uh, you can't really do justice to it in little short 10-minute videos. You can't talk about everything. So I was like, I'll just do this and I'll just run my fucking mouth for a couple hours and and talk about everything. So that's what I'm going to do. If it takes a long time, it takes a long time. You guys can tune in if you want to. And if you don't want to, you don't have to tune in. But if those of you who want my regular videos, my regular videos are returning. I'm just doing this temporarily to launch my podcast to see if there's interest for this podcast. And I'm still not sure if I'm going to keep doing this podcast forever. You know, the interest now is, is okay, but uh, not as much as I would like it to be. If you would like me to continue to do this, please support me. I have a, uh, a Patreon, patreon.com for slash podcast. Or you could just give me like a encouragement saying hey i really like this i want you to keep doing it uh, and that will encourage me to keep doing it um all right i'm gonna go ahead and jump into the i'm never gonna get to it if i don't hurry up and jump into all this all these fucking tabs i have open so let's go ahead and well let me read one more of these um oh, i got a couple more um shadrach mole give me five dollars thank you it's five dollars canadian though I don't want your friendly money. No, I'm just kidding. I do. Definitely want your friendly money. Eric Nielsen gave me $5. Thank you, Eric Nielsen. And Andrew Mills says, you should get Anthony Fatano or even Contra Points on while you're at it. Skullfuck Devin Tracy live on your show. Have a lovely night in old Mississippi. I invited Contra Points on. She did not respond. And Devin Tracy is welcome to come on, but he has to come on as himself. I will not talk to his goofy-ass avatar. He has to get enough self-confidence to actually show himself on camera. Um, but he won't do it because he's has very, very low self-esteem. That's why he brags on himself all the time. That's a very common symptom of narcissism. You know, you have to build yourself and brag about yourself because you actually feel really bad about yourself. And he, uh, that's, that's, that's him in a nutshell. Uh, please go vegan, Dusty. Dairy eggs are unethical. I'm All right, I went vegetarian. Baby steps, guys, I'm trying. Like, give me some fucking credit, dude. I, I'm, I'm doing the best I can here. You got to start somewhere. I am working my way to vegan, but I've been a vegetarian for six days now, and I've never farted more in my life. God damn it, I'm farting so much. What the fuck is wrong with my insides? My insides are like, hell no, nah, dude. Hell no. Nah. My girlfriend's mad at me. She just follows me around and just sprays spray on my ass all day long. It's just, I guess this is my life now. What do you think will come with the Mueller probe? Will it disappoint everyone, or will Trump get gang raped and to death in prison? I, I nothing. I think it'll be a, a big fat nothingness. You know, I I doubt anything will come of it. Even if they had like, I, he's already done so much that's been proven. Like we already know all the shit he's done that's been proven, and no one gives a shit. Especially like his base doesn't give a shit. 
So it doesn't really even matter what it says. It could literally say he went and he gave Putin a blowjob and agreed to turn over sovereignty of the United States to Putin. And everybody would be like, eh, good. Putin's a great guy, right? Yeah, viva la Russia, you know? So it wouldn't matter what the fuck he did. So uh, I don't think anything would come of it. Dusty, who are some of your favorite comedians? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Louis C.K., but that's kind of... He's kind of problematic these days, isn't he? I always like Lewis, and uh, I don't know. I don't really watch too many comedians anymore, to be honest with you. I just kind of do my own thing. Anyway, um, all right, let's go ahead. Um, I want to talk about Andrew Yang, the Yang Gang. Um, this is a guy, he's apparently running for the Democratic Party presidential candidacy. But amazingly, he is incredibly fucking popular with shitlords and conservatives and, and Trump supporters. And I'm like, why the fuck is this guy so popular with goddamn Trump supporters? And so I asked, you know, why the fuck? And somebody responded uh, with Richard Spencer. Trumpism was a fantasy that American could be saved. Yangism is the awareness that it can't. And they posted something Andrew Yang said. And this is fucking what Andrew Yang said to me is clear is a clear dog whistle to the white genocide crowd, to the great replacement crowd. I don't know why the fuck he's doing this. It's ridiculous. He says America is set to become a majority minority by 2045. That's 27 years from now. This will be a truly dangerous time, particularly as we are decimating the most common middle class jobs, e.g. retail trade driving, etc. Economic stress adds to social polarization and violence. I mean, why the fuck is he bringing this up? I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, for one thing, it's kind of misleading. When they say majority minority in 2045, that's 25 years from now, and white people will still be 49% of the population. The nearest other demographic is like Mexicans, which will be like 23%. So white people will still be by far the largest demographic. Just because we won't be 51% of the whole population, it won't change anything. This is just fear-mongering. And I don't know why, what does white people becoming the majority minority have to do with economic stress? I don't, what is he saying here? If white people become the minority, the economy will collapse or something? Or it's bad to have more minorities you're, you're asian like i don't I, and i've heard people say like no he's not doing that he's not fucking dog whistling all he's doing he's saying that oh uh, in 25 years when there's more uh immigrants and stuff and our jobs are going away people will be more likely to blame minorities for this and so that's why it's dangerous well if that's his point okay but it's a really stupid way to put it and he also said other things that are, are that are just as bad let me see if i can scroll down and find it um Oh, here we go. Something else he said. Deaths now outnumber births among white people in more than half the states in the country. Much of this is low birth rates and white men dying from substance abuse and suicide. Our, our life expectancy, you're, you're Asian, dude. Our life expectancy has declined for three years. We need to do much more. Um, like, that seems like a dog whistle to the great replacement white genocide people, right? And that seems to be why so many people on 8chan and 4chan have suddenly loved him so much. Because he believes that he's dog whistling to him. Now, he may not be. Like, I don't know what's in this guy's head. Maybe he has a good reason for sending out white people in this way. But, fuck if I can understand why, right? And so I asked, and I talked to some conservatives, um, yeah, why you support him? And uh, this is what this Christian guy said. Trump has failed to fulfill any of his promises, which pretty much means no one's going to get what needs to be done. Wall, restricted immigration, curb automation, etc. Yang promises 1000 a month. 
if the world is going to hell, I might as well cash in on the way out. And talk about nihilism, right? Jordan Peterson likes to talk about how atheism makes people nihilistic, but this is fucking nihilism at its fucking zenith, right? At its apex. And uh, yeah, fuck this world, right? I'm a Christian, but fuck this world. I just take my thousand dollars from Yang and I'll let the fucking world burn. Anyway, so it makes me not want to support Yang, right? Even though I I think the universal basic income, at least in some form, is going to happen eventually. It's destined to happen because he's right. Automation is going to take over 80% of the jobs. They already have like truck dr- trucks that drive themselves. So truck drivers are going to be out of job, right? Um, they are, they're going to have like robots that do all the things Amazon does to fulfill all the orders. They're going to have drones that fucking fly the shit to your house. So he's right. So when all the jobs go away, we're going to have to have something to give us money to allow us to buy the fucking goods and services that keep the economy going, right? So I agree with him on a lot of things, right? But the fact that he has such a shitty fucking, the Yang gang, they call themselves, these fucking right wing, a lot of them incredibly fucking racist, sexist, transphobic shitheads following him, loving him, spamming him makes me like hesitant to get on board. But then I was thinking about it. Um, and I was thinking, you know, inadvertently, he's actually kind of doing a good thing because these people usually uh, are fans of Trump, right? They're usually spamming Trump memes all day or anti-immigration memes all day. And instead of spamming Trump, they're now spamming Yang, which is a great fucking improvement. He's kind of distracting them. And, and, and the reason why is because this is meme culture. These kids, they don't really care about the issues because they don't even know what the fucking issues are. All they know is that on 4chan and Reddit and, and 8chan, the Trump and alt-right and alt-light memes are really fucking popular. And since they're programmed by this meme culture, they jump on board with whatever the bandwagon is. And so even though they don't really give a shit about Trump, it was the cool thing to do. But it's kind of changing. Trump is no longer cool. And the next cool thing is Yang. And so they're jumping on board with this. And why I have, uh, at the, at, at, on one end, I have a problem with Yang and the shit he said and the apparent dog whistles he's doing. It is an incredible fucking improvement. And so I've been trying to encourage these shitlords to improve themselves. And like it or not, this is a fucking improvement. So I think you Yang gang, even though I disagree with you almost, almost everything, you know, keep it up. It's way better than what you're fucking doing. And um, I think he's actually helping, even though he may not be meaning to. Uh, here's a tweet from Count Dankula. Oh, my God, this dude. So anyway, he's bitching because they took $800 out of his or 800 pounds or whatever the fuck the funny money, the mob monopoly money they have over in his country is. Um, so he's bitching about, oh, they take $800 out of my account. But like, you had like 200,000 pounds or sterling or whatever the fuck your monetary, I don't know what it is. It's a very small percentage of what people are giving you. You fucking shyster, right? It's, what what was it? This guy, this guy actually had 0.4% of what he's been given. And that's just a f- small percentage of what he's been given overall from this controversy he's fucking milked like the grifter he is. So, it's basically, I was literally murdered. That's how these fucking guys act. They're, they're such drama queens. If anybody fucking played the victim, it is these motherfuckers. Let's go next. Um, oh, Michael Shermer. He's the fucking, oh God, this guy. He's the editor of Reason Magazine, but this guy's the most unreasonable dumbass I've ever fucking seen. It, like, he should be sued to not be allowed to use Reason as the fucking title of his magazine. I'm just kidding, of course, but he, he's like, I don't know if you guys heard, but one bookstore in New Zealand removed Jordan Peterson's book. They decided they, didn't, they no longer wanted to carry it, right? 
So he's like, I've read Jordan Peterson's two books, listened to many of his lectures, and read most critiques of him. I have yet to find anything indicating he's a white supremacist, which they never said he was a white supremacist, racist, bigot, uh, he's a bigot, misogynist, yeah, he's a misogynist, anti-Semite, don't know about that, etc. If you're looking to demonize someone, you've got the wrong guy. And I was like, okay, how about his lying about Bill C-16, which directly led to extreme hate towards trans people? How about you get on Twitter and you search the words Bill Bill C-16 trans and scroll through the last couple years and read for yourself the extreme amount of hate his lies have caused. Anybody can do this, right? Anybody can go on Twitter, just type in the search engine, Bill Bill C-16 trans, and just read for the last couple years, man. This guy directly fucking lied about the bill. This is what he's famous for. This is what made him famous, okay? Not to mention his other things where he was asked directly, do you think a woman who wears makeup and high heels to work is a hypocrite if she doesn't want to be sexually harassed? And his response, quote him, yes, I do think that. And not to mention his uh, forced monogamy bullshit, his uh, spreading of cultural Marxism, which is a Nazi propaganda technique called cultural Bolshevism. It's been around for fucking ever. Uh, on and on and on with this guy. So, yeah, this Michael Shermer, he basically just ignores anything that doesn't fit into his preconceived notion. He lets his biases run his mind, which makes him the absolute worst person in the world to run a magazine called Reason, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, the quartering. You know what the quartering is? He's one of these new big anti-SJWs, like, they're, they're cropping up all over the place. Like, people, if you want to make a lot of money on YouTube, it's not hard at all. Anybody can literally do it. You can li- literally do it right now. All you have to do is turn the camera on and start talking about how anti- about how SJWs are ruining everything, about how they're destroying Western civilization. Just watch any movie. Just pick any movie at random, and then just make up anything in that movie that you think might be mildly SJW. And you'll get hundreds of thousands of views. That's the way this happens. And the courting is one of these guys. I think he did like 40 videos on the new Marvel movie. But this, holy shit, dude. I'm going to play this clip. And he's basically bitching about what this guy is saying. He has a problem with what this guy is saying. Imagine having a problem with this message. Let me make it full screen so you can see this shit. Imagine being such a mountainous piece of shit. You have a problem with somebody saying this. She did a great job posting, and I want to stand in solidarity with her and everyone who mentioned it against the terrible uh, Christchurch terror attacks, and I want to offer love and support to all the Muslims worldwide and in the game development community and here in this room. Uh, I want to say something that I... Yep. Just in case it's not clear that you're welcome here, I, yeah, I would like to say something that I hope... Uh, I hope this isn't controversial, but uh, fuck white supremacists. I think that's important, right? That's great. Good. Uh, good. Um, I think it's sad that uh, racists and other hate peddlers feel safe in any space that's remotely connected to video games. And I think we all have an opportunity uh, in our work and in our daily lives and our platforms, big and small, uh, to make it absolutely clear that we do not tolerate any of that crap. Uh, and I think we can always do more and do as much of that as we can. Imagine having a problem with that. But this courting guy does. This courting guy. Imagine being this sweaty and moronic. Yeah, I'm imagining you being that sweaty and moronic. I mean, how the... F- and people are like, no, man. What he's saying is this guy's just virtue signaling. You shouldn't even have to say that you're against white supremacy. And he's just saying that to get applause and to be liked. Dude... He's talking about places like 8chan, who is a gaming community, and probably the most racist place other than maybe Daily Stormer on the fucking internet. One of the places that the shooter 
and New Zealand was radicalized. And he's just saying, yeah, this is a gamer-friendly space, a space with tons of gamers, and it's incredibly racist, and it's a fucking haven of white supremacy, and fuck all you guys. We don't want your business. We don't want your money. We want to distance ourselves from you as far as possible. You guys aren't cool. This is not acceptable, and we don't want any part of it. How can anybody have a fucking problem with that? That's exactly what all these companies should be doing. They should be calling this shit out. They should be saying, no, you guys aren't cool. We don't want to be associated with you. Please don't play our games, right? But people like the quarter, oh, I mean, how can anybody support this motherfucker? Really? How, how is this what's popular on YouTube? You guys see the problem yet? You, you see the problem that I keep calling out this shit on YouTube? These guys are 100% enabling this atmosphere that allows sites like 8chan to fester and, and, and radicalize people. Hell, a fucking large gaming company, THQ Nordic, recently did a... It was a, such a fucking disaster, it was hilarious. But they didn't ask me anything on 8chan. Uh, they got slammed like crazy. Because if you go to their... They actually, they actually put a link on their Twitter to it. If you click on the Twitter link, the first thing that pops up was a lolly, which is a... Uh, a term for underage, sexually uh, active girl or something, basically. Um, so, this guy's basically just speaking out against that. You know, speaking out against people that would support this, that would even go on those communities and enable them and, and, and advertise for them. And he's like, fuck these people. And absolutely everybody should be doing this. And if you have a problem with this, you're part of the problem. And if you're a fan of this motherfucker, you're part of the problem. Sorry, assholes. And uh, atheists who support Jordan Peterson be like, Jordan Peterson is not even really a Christian. He's not publicly religious at all. And Jordan Peterson be like, this is his uh, message. He got, uh, he, I guess he was offered a fellowship at one of the schools. I, I maybe, I can't remember which one it was. But then they, I guess, researched him and realized they didn't want him to have the fellowship. So they disinvited him. So this is his message. He says, I believe that the parties in questions don't give a damn about the perilous decline of Christianity. Yeah, no shit. And I presume in any case that they regard that faith in their propaganda-addled souls as the ultimate manifestation of oppressive Western patriarchy despite their hypothetical allegiance to their own discipline. He tries so hard to sound smart, dude. Like, be precise in your speech is something he always says, but he talks in these flowery words that the common man really can't understand what he's saying too much. Like, I'm way more precise in my speech than you are, motherfucker. Anyway, his basically gist of this whole thing is that Christianity is dying and that's a bad thing and I hope these people that are trying to kill Christianity get what they deserve and they become irrelevant. So, like, he's directly speaking out against atheism, so you atheists that keep supporting this motherfucker, I don't get it, but, I, I mean, I do get it. I get it. he's kind of has his own cult and you guys will just follow anything because he's into it, and that's all he really gives a shit about. But here's what ContraPoints has to say on Bill 616. Uh, awesome clip from ContraPoints. If you guys don't know who ContraPoints is, I highly suggest you go follow her. Um, and she basically calls out Jordan Peterson here, so let's have a listen. But identity definitely does matter, especially when it comes to pronouns, and I'll explain why. Now first, I should acknowledge that a lot of cis people are very sensitive about anyone telling them what pronouns to use. So, I'm gonna try to be respectful of your feelings, and what a difficult and personal issue this must be for you. After all, we live in a repressive political era, despite the best efforts of hero professor Jordan B. Peterson. But alas, he was too late. Now we have Bill C-16, which compels speech and sends people to jail for- Oh, it's been more than a year since Bill C-16 passed? Let's check in on how many people have gone to jail for pronoun misuse.
Yeah, I guess that was total bullshit, and you were just lying to everybody in order to spread fear and make yourself famous, which is exactly what you fucking did, you shameless con man. But hey, it worked, you know? Multimillionaire, right? He's a multimillionaire now, so what do I know? I should jump on the Griff bandwagon, right? I would have been an awesome fucking televangelist. And uh, here's Count Docula uh, freaking out because... Oh, my God, so stupid. <sighs> Count Docula, he's talking about Jordan Peterson... Uh, having his book not, no longer carried by a single bookstore in New Zealand. And he's like, New Zealand is getting pretty North Korea right now. Not gonna lie. Ah, yes. A private company deciding not to carry a book from a man who became famous for lying about Bill C-16, which directly led to a backlash of extreme hate towards trans people. Definitely a fair comparison with one of the most brutal and violent dictatorships. These guys are such fucking snowflakes. Any chance they get to play the victim. Oh, my God. I mean, isn't that... Don't you guys support capitalism? Isn't what this... What you guys always fucking talk about until a capitalist until a, a, a fucking private company does something you don't like and suddenly it's nazi germany right you guys don't really give a shit about capitalism you're just full of shit uh oh yeah and uh people are mad at me real mad like i've lost like i said before i lost like a thousand subscribers since i started this podcast people are mad that i talked about michael jackson or that i brought out the Joe Rogan clip from a couple years ago, which was actually, it was so funny. People were like, you liberals would dig through, you liberals would dig through anything to try to trash somebody. I can't believe you dug through all of Joe Rogan's old podcast and found this one clip to take out of context. It was fucking Alex Jones that did that. The most conservative motherfucker on the planet is the one that did that. It wasn't me. Holy shit, you people. Anyway, uh, I don't give a shit if the numbers drop. Uh, who gives a fuck? I almost never check this. Somebody just mentioned it to me. And, like, if I purge people, I purge people. It's, it's all good to me, right? Um, also, subscribe to T-Series if you haven't done so. Um, and I interacted with Shoe and Head the other day again. Um, she responded to a comment I made on the new podcast, The Gotcha Boys, which has received really good reviews. If you guys haven't uh, seen that yet, episode two is out now. Be sure to go check that out. But I basically asked her in the middle of our conversation, hey, would you mind asking your fans to message Twitter support and encourage them to unban me since it was your fans who had me permanently banned to begin with? And of course, she left the conversation, didn't respond. That's what she always does. I, I've only messaged her one time, or I didn't message her. I replied to something she said to somebody else about me on here, um, on this account, Cult of Dusty One. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, by the way, my new account, Cult of Dusty One. It's actually growing quite rapidly. Um, and I just asked her the same thing Will you encourage your fans to message Twitter support and have me unbanned since your fans are the one who fucking banned me to begin with? And she responded by blocking me, which is what she does to everybody who mildly disagrees with her. So. These people are full of shit. Like, these people that claim they're free speech warriors, they're absolutely fucking full of shit. Now, if this is one of her fashy white supremacy fan, friends like Lauren Southern, it would be a different story. No doubt she would go to bat for her, but when it comes to her fan having me banned permanently, doesn't go to bat for me, does she? And, like, I have a history. Like, when Bering got banned, I was like, free Bering. Have Bering back. Even though Bering's one of my biggest enemies. You know, when TJ got banned. Free TJ, bring TJ back. When Sargon was banned, one of my biggest enemies. Free Sargon, bring Sargon back. Because I practice what I preach. You know, I, I, I support my enemies' free speech, and I believe they shouldn't be banned from this platform just because of the things they say, and I've been very public about that. And these free speech warriors, they're just fucking hypocrites. They don't feel the same way. They don't, they don't practice what they preach in any way. Oh, yeah, I got, for those of you who haven't realized this, I've been banned from Facebook again. Uh, I actually got banned three times from Facebook this week. They banned me first time for 30 days, and then they banned me again twice more because people go to my Facebook. They go to everywhere I am. I have hate mobs that follow me around, and they literally 
flag everything I say, every comment I leave, every picture I post, every video I post, every fucking post gets fucking mass flagged. And eventually Facebook just finds a reason to ban me. So they ban me. So they literally banned me three times this week. And this is one of the things they banned me for. They banned me for uh, sharing this picture of the shooter, the New Zealand shooter doing his little okay sign, um, which is bullshit in my opinion. Oh, and then they banned me for this. <laughs> oh, my God. They banned me. This guy reported me because I told him he looked like Weird Al. And they banned me for saying this guy looks like Weird Al. I mean, the guy looks like Weird Al. What the fuck? That's like the lightest banter I can possibly fucking think of. And I got banned for that on Facebook. Like, what in the fuck, Facebook? Come on. Like, people are like, just follow the rules, man. Just follow the rules and you won't get banned. That's bullshit. How the fuck am I supposed to know you're not allowed to say somebody looks like Weird Al Yankovic, man? It's just stupid. And, oh, fucking Beto. Come on, Beto, or whatever the fuck your name is. Dude, no, no, all of my no. God, no, please. No one in the history of mankind has ever fucking looked cool dabbing, okay? Least of all you. Friends, don't let friends dab. Please just stop, dude. Please, fucking embarrassing. And uh, this is something I mentioned earlier, but it's very true. It can be embarrassing to be caught out on your mistakes you've made in the past that you've already owned up to. But once you get over your ego, you realize that it's not a bad thing. The more people who you who can learn from your past fuck-ups, the more valuable those fuck-ups become. And that's absolutely true. Once you take your ego out of the way, you realize that you want your fuck-ups to be as valuable as they possibly can be. And, and it's good when other people learn from them. So it's okay if you make an example out of me for things I've done in the past. I have no problem with that. I should take shit for it. I can take shit for it for the rest of my life as long as people learn from my mistakes. And like when you make an example out of me, like I made racist jokes, like people have been posting one of the racist jokes I made. And I considered it just jokes, but that's fucking no excuse. I understand that now about how uh, during the Baltimore riots, I made fun of black people for looting. Um, and I should take shit for that. I absolutely fucking should take shit for that. Because when you make an example out of me, other people see that I'm being made an example out of. And they're like, hey, I don't want to be like that guy. I don't want to be made an example out of like that guy is. And so they don't repeat my behavior. So it's actually beneficial to make an example out of me for shit like this. So, like, it's embarrassing, yes. But I can remove my ego from it and realize how beneficial it is. So it's cool. Go ahead. Um, I'll close that down. I'm going to check the super chats real quick. Super chats. Be sure to send me super chats. Nope, that's not it. Cut the one. Let me get that fucking rid of that. All right. Um, scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. So, oh, all right. All right. Favorite comedians. I answered that. Um, Two dollars from Blake. No last. Animal AG is the number one cause of climate change. Yeah. One, one of the reasons I switched to veganism and I'm I, not veganism, vegetarianism. I'm working towards veganism was because, you know, I run an animal sanctuary and I actually try to rescue animals that are about to be put down. And, and then I go out and pay and eat hamburgers and shit that actually pays to kill animals, which seems hypocritical of me. But also beyond that, I always speak out against global warming and, and you know, animal, AG, like he said, is one of the leading causes of this shit. You know, cow farts. I know it sounds funny, but it's true. So, yeah, I'm trying to put my money where my mouth is, or my actions where my mouth is, rather. And, uh do the right thing, I guess. $5 from The Killing Joke. Keep up the good work, man. You are doing great things for those animals. I hope so. You know, I'm, I'm just doing a very small little part. It's not that big of a deal, but I'm trying. Author Morgan, $5. Hey, Dusty, I run a cons conservationist group for the Amazon rainforest in my university. So I was wondering what you think about Bolsonaro. I think that dude's a fucking dick. I have him somewhere in these tabs. We're going to talk about him in a minute. What a cock that motherfucker is. 
$5 from Jeff Eastman. I think a good guest for your show would be Mr. Atheist. Also, come hang out in Arizona sometime. Cool. We'll do, man. Love to come hang out in Arizona. You guys seem cool over there. $2 from Django Fetches. Cool. Bill Ashby says, $2. Keep doing what you're doing. Much respect. Thanks, guys. Uh, more super chats, please. And I'll read them on the air, and you guys can help my animal sanctuary. That would be awesome. Um, all right. We already talked about Yang and the Yang Gang. And, yep, I already talked about that. Get rid of that. Um, already talked about that. Get rid of that. Okay, yeah. Um, a lot of people were wondering why people had a problem with PewDiePie being subscribed to Hee Hee, Ethan from Hee Hee. Um, was he even on this list? And I didn't even know this at this time. I just knew he was like a Jordan Peterson fanboy. And I know he said some things on Twitter that people found transmisogynistic or uh, anti-trans. I guess it was sort of anti- a little bit, but not re- like I didn't really. I'm, it's easy for me to say because I'm not trans and this kind of thing doesn't affect me. And, you know, as a straight cis white male, it's easy for me to be forgiving of this kind of stuff. But, you know, I didn't really see that big of a problem with what he said about the trans people. But somebody pointed out to me that he put out a video that was basically Nazi propaganda, and it, it was. Uh, Three Arrows, if you guys don't know who Three Arrows is, he's uh, part of the left tube, part of the new left tube that's uh, sprung up to tackle all this anti-SJW bullshit. He's one of the few people that have actually managed to find success, um, because as I've said before, YouTube has almost completely been taken over by conservatives and anti-SJWs, and very few people have been able to break through that... Uh, Breakthrough in the niche of leftism these days, and he's one of them that's done it. He made a really good video about this, about the Dresden bombings, and how uh, there's this Nazi propaganda that's been going around, basically blaming America for bombing innocent people and killing lots of innocent people. And and he, Ethan, he was on a podcast, and he basically was totally spreading this Nazi propaganda. It's the same propaganda that people like Lauren Southern spread. Lauren Southern has been spreading this talking point a great deal. And uh, I, as far as I could tell, Ethan hasn't corrected the record. I, maybe he has, and I hadn't seen it. But uh, I looked, and I couldn't find it. So anyway, that's a, that's a lot of the problem people have with him. Is the, the And everybody's like, he's Jewish, and his wife is Jewish. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he did it because he was either just trying to be edgy, or he didn't know better, or, or whatnot. Like, I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose. It's possible he did. Like, I had no idea, but I'm pretty sure he just did it because he's stupid. Um, and he was just trying to be edgy and shit. But he still did it, regardless, you know. He still spread Nazi propaganda, and to my knowledge, hasn't corrected the record so he deserves shit for he deserves shit for it until he corrects the record in my opinion you know like i said it's okay to fuck up as long as you public own your fuck ups and use those fuck ups to make yourself better like you know use it for self-improvement and i haven't seen he's done that but maybe he hasn't haven't been aware of it but anyway this is the video from three arrows i highly recommend it if you guys want to know why people have a problem with ethan watch this video he explains it brilliantly and ethan just was full of shit in what he said and there's just no two ways about it Oh, Ferris Wilkes, this motherfucker, this motherfucker right here, all right? God damn it. Meet Ferris Wilkes, the billionaire hate pastor who funds PragerU and teaches that global warming is God's will and homosexuality is the same as pedophilia and bestiality. This is the man that people like Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin take money from to create propaganda for his agenda. It's exactly right. Want to know why else people have a problem with Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin? Because they literally take money from this billionaire who made his money in fracking to make propaganda for Prager U. You know, he, he funds Prager U because he has a narrative he wants to spread. He has propaganda he wants to spread. And these guys fit in directly with the propaganda he wants to spread. And so they just take his money like the shameless fucks they are. These are the things he's publicly said, uh, Mr. Ferris Wilkes. In sermons, recordings of which were reviewed by Reuters, um, Reuters, sorry, 
Ferris Wilkes has called homosexuality a perversion tantamount to bestiality, pedophilia, and incest. It's a predatory lifestyle in that they need your children and straight people having kids to fulfill their sexual habits, he said. Climate change, he says, is God's will. If God wants the polar ice caps to melt or to remain in place, then he will leave them there. He told Congress at a service in July 2013. Can you imagine how much of a fucking sellout you'd have to be to be like Dave Rubin? To take money from this man to make propaganda, a man who thinks that you're the same as a pedophile and a guy who's into bestiality. Imagine how much of a fucking sellout you would have to be. But that's Dave Rubin for you. Dave Rubin only cares about money, does not care where the fuck it comes from. Shameless fucks. And, uh, like, how do you respond to these types of people? This is a guy who was mad at me, I guess, for saying something about PewDiePie, I guess. And he's like... No, no, I said something about Lauren Southern. That's what it was. I was explaining that Lauren Southern and her video about the Great Replacement literally used as one of her sources a Holocaust-denying Nazi. And, and, uh, and so I was just pointing that, and he was like, literally used the Holocaust-denying Nazi as their source. So anybody who denies the Holocaust is just an outright liar who doesn't know anything about anything? Yes, dude. Yes, of course. What in the fuck? Like, it's so frustrating how to deal with these goddamn racists and anti-Semites. Oh, and, uh, like, so, Boogie's taking a lot of shit, and a lot of it rightfully. Boogie has a habit of saying just the dumbest anti-SJW shit. He plays the centrist role uh, to a T and pretends like both sides are exactly equal, and when both sides are not equal. I mean, you had the left, who's responsible for, I think, 1% of the domestic terrorism in the United States, and you have the right, that's responsible for 73% of it. But centrists like Boogie will always be like, oh, it's both sides, it's both sides. And so he rightfully takes so much shit, but he actually seems to be coming around a bit, and I'm one who thinks that when you do better, when you improve yourself, you deserve to have credit given to you. And so I want to give a shout out to Boogie for his growth. And I think what he said here is brave because what he's done is with, with his centrist views and his anti hw views is he's attracted so many shitlords, so many right-wing shitheads in his fan base. And now he's kind of going against them a little bit and they ain't happy about it. They're letting him hear about it. And so I want to give kudos to him. You know, I think he's making strides to be better. So basically he said, I personally think that if you accidentally misgender someone, it's a non-starter. Totally agree. If you purposely, angrily do it, I think a slap on the wrist, misdemeanor, is well within order, though. Totally agree. If it's actual hate speech, then go fuck yourself. Lock them up. Totally agree, Boogie. Right the fuck on. And this is, this is basically all Bill C-16 did. It basically, you know how, like, at work, you're not allowed to call your coworkers the N-word or, or gay coworkers the F-word. You're not allowed to say that because, you know... Obviously, that's discrimination against them based on their race and sexuality and shit. And so they just change it. Like at work or if you work in like a, a, a public uh, business or something, you can't discriminate against people and, and, mis and purposely misgendering somebody. Like say Blair White was working for you and you were like, how you doing, sir? You're looking really good today, mister. What's up, man? And you're doing it over and over again purposely trying to harass them. That's not allowed. If you do that, small slap on the wrist, small fine. No problem. Like Just like if you called a black person or a black co-worker the N-word or a gay co-worker uh, uh, the F-word. You know what F-word I'm talking about, right? Um, small slap on the wrist. You know, completely reasonable. I don't say anybody has a problem with that. But people like Jordan Peterson were saying, what they're doing is they will charge you with a hate crime simply for making fun of the way somebody dresses. I mean, totally fucking lying ridiculous. Lies that directly, directly caused 
incredible hate against the trans community, and which is why a ton of people, they weren't just crazy SJWs, they were reasonable students at his school, had a problem with him continuing to work there. They're like, this guy doesn't represent, re- represent us, he's lying, which is causing hate against trans people, and we pay his salary, we do not think we should be paying his salary. And they protested him, and, and, the, and the narrative that all the anti-SJWs and Peterson put out was, it's just a bunch of crazy SJWs trying to silence me, trying to silence my free speech, because they hate free speech. But no, dude, you were lying, causing hate against a group of people that had been demonized as bad as any, well, not as, I guess not as bad as black people, but maybe second to black people and gay people. You were causing direct hate upon them. Yeah, people had a fucking problem with that, and, and for good reason. So uh, kudos to Boogie. Uh, hang in there from all the shit you're taking from your fan base. And maybe this will got to teach you, too, that you, you attracted a lot of shitheads, man. That's what the centrist positions you take are, are doing. And so maybe rethink it a little bit. But, but, but I don't, I'm not shitting on you. You're doing good, so keep it up, dude. Oh, God. Um, this one joke they've told for like 10 years will never stop being the funniest thing in the world. Like conservatives they pretend like they're so funny but they keep telling the same stupid jokes over and over again i identify as a female jedi orc necromancer i identify as a technicolor gay frog from venus <laughs> too funny i identify as a tack helicopter 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 it's just they're so lame these are the people that call other people npcs right but they make the same jokes over and over again, like they're hilarious, and it's just cringy. Like, it's so fucking cringe. There's nothing fucking more cringe than goddamn conservative comedy. Uh, the left can't meme. Yeah, the right is so fucking good at it. It's just ridiculous. Oh, another video. Um, Apparently, a new, I guess this guy's newly popular, James Alsip, uh, made a video, I guess yesterday, and he put me in the thumbnail, and he talked about me in it. So let's have a look at what he had to say about me. Uh, oh God. My first taste of what... All right, let me let me skip ahead to where he actually talks about me. Um, it's almost like that first video I, I watched. Basically, all these guys say the same thing. You're not popular anymore. <laughs> You're not popular anymore. You don't get the same amount of views you used to get. Yeah, dude, I didn't jump on the bandwagon and do the thing that would get me all the views and money. I made a conscious decision not to do that. Popularity ain't shit, you know? People act like, oh, well, you have to be really talented if you have lots of views and shit. No, dude, the, the most famous people on earth are Kardashians. It ain't because they're fucking talented at all. That's nothing to do with that. Views don't mean shit, right? So it's just stupid. Anyway, let's let's, listen to somebody else say about me. Why can't you just be normal? Why do radical atheists have the pathological desire and need to shit on things that everybody else likes, ruin society in the name of protecting against the establishment of religion? I'm going to tone it down. I don't want this to end up like a Cult of Dusty video. F-bomb this, F-bomb that, F-bomb everything else. Fuck. I mean, that shtick works for a while, right? Fuck, 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 Remember fuck. when Cult of Dusty was what you would watch to learn how to totally own your fundy Christian relatives nope. with, with facts and, and ebon simply ebon logic it's not hard to do this how do you do the thing he does uh, like this dude. logic bro no. and now this dude who was once super popular in the youtube reddit atheist community is getting like fifteen thousand views a video and attacking <laughs> pewdiepie wow uh yeah i got fifteen thousand views on my podcast right which is pretty good i think right that's what deep fat fried which is the amazing atheist well-established podcast he gets about the same uh, that's more than what uh, Drunken Peasants gets now, who have been around forever. That's almost double what uh, Non Sequitur, who is a very established, popular podcast, gets. So, I don't know, 15 to 17,000 views on a podcast ain't that bad. But anyway, you know, that's all they do. He ain't popular no more. 
Awesome argument, dude. Um, let's see. What is this? Oh, shit. So I got fucking banned on Facebook for saying a guy looks like Weird Al. And this dude, all leftists should be put to death under Trump. Didn't fucking get banned for this. Thanks for letting us know about this. We looked over the post, and though it doesn't go against one of our specific community standards, you did the right thing by letting us know. How the fuck does this not go against community standards? How does calling a guy Weird Al go against it? Not this. It's just, the rules don't make any fucking sense at all. And anybody who says that all these social media sites specifically only target conservatives for censorship is bullshit, dude. I am living fucking proof that's bullshit. Permanently banned on Twitch, permanently banned on Twitter, banned repeatedly all the fucking time on Facebook. You know, it, it happens to liberals all the fucking time. And uh, Bill Gates just passed a hundred billion dollars, and him and Jeff Bezos are in this hundred billion dollar club. I mean, God damn it. I mean, how is this real life, right? How can just a few people have so much fucking money like goddamn hoarders? You know, they're like, they're like PewDiePie with subscriptions. They just can't fucking get enough, right? They just can't keep from collecting this mass amount of wealth, dude. Pay your employees better, motherfucker. Give the money away. I mean, I know Bill Gates is giving a lot of the money away, but you just passed $100 billion. You ain't giving enough of it away. Seriously, dude. Like, live on a couple million dollars a month and fucking pay your employees more. Pay them a living fucking wage where we don't have to, where they don't have to fucking live off welfare and shit where the public the taxpayers have to subsidize your billions because we end up having to pay their for their living expenses and shit because they can't earn a living wage they can't like buy themselves food and support their families because you're hoarding all the goddamn money the system's broken right like i said many times before if you made a game and a few people were able to collect almost all the money in that game you would immediately recognize the game is bugged and you would patch that game and fix it right so anyway uh, this made me mad. I, I talked about this story earlier where this black guy literally sitting down with his arms up saying, please don't shoot me. Please, I am unarmed. I am the caretaker of this autistic guy. He has a toy truck in his hand. Neither one of us are in any danger to you whatsoever. Please don't shoot us. And they shot him anyway. Literally laying there with his arms fucking up. They shot him anyway. And the cop walks up to him and he asks the cop, why did you shoot me? And the cop responded, I don't know. Like, fuck, dude. See, this is why I changed my idea about Black Lives Matter. This is why I changed my opinion on it. You know, they absolutely have a goddamn point. You can't even lay in the middle of the street, hold your arms up, and beg not to be shot and not get shot. There's definitely a problem. Anybody that can't see there's a fucking problem is just blind as shit. Oh, yeah, and, and the, reason I'm, the reason I brought this up is because this cop that did this got off scot-free. He was found not guilty or whatever. I mean, is there... Can you not understand why people are upset by this kind of thing? Can you not understand why people would go and protest and, and, and try to change the system. I mean, how can you not understand this? Very simple and very frustrating. Oh, God. Um, Paul Joseph Watson. This is just, like, this. all this guy does is post lies and propaganda and half-truths to try to scare his fan base. This is what he's done for 20 years. This is what he's done his entire fucking career. Um, and, and he's basically, what he's doing here is the, it's the great replacement. Uh, there is... White genocide. It's the white genocide conspiracy theory that he's pushing, which is a racist conspiracy theory. It's exactly what the New Zealand shooter had in his manifesto that was one of his main things that he was triggered by, that he went off and killed people over. And this racist bullshit is being spread by Paul Joseph Watson. And this is an epic fucking example of it. Um, replacement theory. A racist 
sexist doctrine spreads in far-right circles. He posted that, and then he posted the New York Times. We can replace them. He said, who, see? The New York Times is trying to replace us. They're saying they're not over here, but clearly they're hypocrites because they are trying to replace us. But this article is about how we can replace white supremacists in our fucking uh, government, how we can vote them out of office, not how immigrants can come in and replace white people in our country, but how you can actually take their talking point and make fun of them by going and replacing them at the polls, okay? But he's only, he's not posting the actual articles for you to read it himself. He's only posting the headlines so that the ignorant assholes that follow him will see this and be like, oh, see, the fucking SJWs are trying to replace white people. The white genocide theory is true. It's just, this is race baiting. This is fucking racist bullshit at its highest fucking degree and he should be called out but he's not like he's very few people are calling him out for this he still has a huge fan base and this is the guy that you know pewdiepie was following people were like why do people have a problem with who pewdiepie is following because he had 17 million subscribers and people go see who he's following and he's signal boosting for assholes like this who are spreading these conspiracy theories that were literally named by the shooter who mentioned pewdiepie i mean the things are connected right and i know it sounds like a conspiracy theory to some people but it's you know it's not it's it's how signal boosting works, right? And uh, Baker, the last guy you guys remember, you guys remember this dude? Um, that guy James also said James also. What is that his name? The guy that just made the other video I just showed, where he was saying, "Oh, you only get seventeen thousand views per video now." Well, he was in a Uber with Baked Alaska, and both of them got banned from Uber forever for making racist comments towards their black driver who kicked them out. So anyway, he put out a video basically saying that he's no longer part of the alt-right cult. He feels like he was brainwashed, and uh, he's trying to change his tune. And a lot of people are like, oh, fuck you, dude. We don't believe you. But I have kind of a different take on it. You know, I I have said repeatedly that I think if you publicly own your fuck-ups, and then you use those fuck-ups to change your behavior, and it's shown with time that you have actually changed your behavior, that you're deserving a redemption. And to me, that even extends to Baked Alaska. It extends to anybody. So... Time will tell if he's really serious. Time will tell if he's just doing this as a part of his grift or if he has actually changed and he's embarrassed of his former ways, which I can totally understand. I'm embarrassed of what I used to be. I'm embarrassed, like I showed at the very beginning, that video where I said the N-word and said the atheist is a new N-word. I told racist jokes and shit. Been embarrassed as fuck of that. It's cringe as shit, man. And maybe he feels the same way, you know. I, I'm, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt if his future actions prove that he's sincere, you know. And, and we'll see. Um, it's up to him, but... I'm not going to shit on him just for saying this because everybody's worthy of forgiveness. Everybody's worthy of redemption if your actions uh, merit it. Um, oh, yeah. Paul Joseph Watts, another. This guy. Oh, God. Anyway, he's mad because I guess the UK decided not to immediately do the Brexit thing because they realize how dangerous the Brexit is going to be to their economy and to their people. And it's just a shit show, right? The whole thing's a shit show. It was pushed by. Uh, Fear mongers like Paul Joseph Watson and Sargon, who are basically trying to make people f- afraid of immigrants, and a lot of this, a lot of the UK shit, a lot of the Brexit shit was spread directly because people were afraid of immigrants. So he's all pissed off. They're not doing it. He's like, the UK is now ruled by a dictatorship of MPs deliberately refusing to enact the will of the people. The Queen must use her power to overrule them and save democracy. Activate the Queen. Yeah, the Queen needs to come in and act like a dictator in order to save democracy. That makes sense, doesn't it? Galaxy Brain, Paul Joseph Watson. Oh, and this this chick. Okay, I feel sorry for this chick, kind of. Uh, Talia Levine. Okay, so she was working for... 
maybe it was the New York Times. I can't remember one of these places she was working for. And uh, so she got on Twitter and she posted a picture of this ice worker um, and said that he had a Nazi tattoo. And then it was pointed out to her that it wasn't a Nazi tattoo. He actually had a tattoo that kind of looked like a Nazi tattoo, but it was actually just a military tattoo. And so she apologized to the guy. She said, I got it wrong. You know, I, I, that was stupid of me to post this without checking it. I, I, I was ignorant. I apologized to him. I apologized to ICE. I apologized to everybody. My bad. Well, anyway, she was fucking fired for it. She got fired from her job, and uh, which I guess maybe that's okay. You know, that, That's probably a, a valid response. Um, so Laura Ingram, so I guess... She got hired to teach a class at uh, some college. I can't remember which one it was. I guess they'll say here in a minute. And um, so because she got hired to teach a single course as an adjunct, Laura Ingram went on the Fox News and called her a terrorist. You know, literally, this is the kind of stuff that gets people killed, dudes. Let's listen to Laura Ingram talk about this chick. And so what happens to her? She's kicked out. And so what happens to her? She's kicked out of journalism, but she's hired to teach journalism. Come on, you can do it. Work it out. Now, uh, think about this. In any other field, this would be insane. If somebody was caught, for example, cheating at chess or making illegal moves, would they be hired to teach chess, to be a chess coach? No. Why not? Because we don't want chess coaches teaching people to make illegal moves or cheat at the game. But NY... All right, little note here. This is a guy who was legally convicted or literally convicted of fraud, okay? Donald Trump gave this guy a pardon. So this guy knows all about fraud and all about being cheats and shit. What a goddamn hypocrite. You does. So I think that the reason that they hired her is precisely because they see that from their point of view, she has a stronger commitment to left-wing activism, to social justice, as they put it, than to journalistic standards. They don't really care about the journalistic standards. She's highly qualified from their point of view. But part of what they're doing, Dinesh, is what we alluded to, we talked about with Harmeet and, and the angle, they want to circumscribe speech. They want to take players off the field altogether. So she's just a hit gal. She's another, you know, media matters. They don't want to argue. They don't want to win the debate. They want to search and destroy. That's what they do. That's why, you know, Fox viewers are, are so loyal to this network, because we refuse to bow, refuse to cave in to these kind of terroristic tactics. And that's what they are. They're little journo terrorists. Literally calling this chick a fucking terrorist. I mean, it's crazy. And she responds, of course, like she's like, oh, God, they're calling me a terrorist on Fox News, the number one news channel in the world for because I accidentally said a guy had a Nazi tattoo that didn't apologize for it. I mean, and she says, here's Laura Ingram displaying my face to 2.5 million viewers and calling me a little journal terrorist. I'm 29, have no full-time job. I am teaching a single course for $7,000 as an adjunct. This is insane and irresponsible. It is incitement. It is not okay. And that's true, man. They're like, they're going to get violence spread against this woman and other people. And they just not, do not give a shit. You know, all they care about is pwning their libs. You know, whatever they have to say to pwn the libs. Red meat for their viewers. But it's dangerous rhetoric, man. Definitely dangerous rhetoric. Oh, my God. Fucking Megan McCain. God damn it. Why is Megan McCain even a thing? Anyway, um, so in two words, Megan McCain, why does anybody give a shit about what you have to say ever? 
My father, 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 my father. Yeah, that's what I thought. The walking definition of nepotism. This is bitch is only popular because of who her father is. I don't know why anybody has her on anymore. Just absolutely ridiculous. Way to ride those coattails, Megan. Ridiculous. And this is what we already talked about. This is Paul Joseph Watson basically just spreading propaganda, right? Trying to make people afraid of the great replacement of white genocide. And this is literally leading to violence against immigrants and Muslims and people. It's just fucking so shameless. I already talked about the quartering and his bullshit. Fuck that guy. And the 10 happiest countries in the world. Finland, Denmark, Norway, Iceland, Netherlands, Switzerland, Sweden, New Zealand, Canada, and Austria. Almost all social democracies. This is the reason that I'm a social democrat. Now, social democrat is not socialism. It's closer to socialism than laissez-faire capitalism. But it's a form of capitalism itself. You know, it's just a more regulated form of capitalism with a stronger social safety net. And there's a reason that it has the happiest people on the face of the planet. You know, it's because people have universal health care and they have affordable education and they have easy access to daycare and they get time off for pregnancies and they don't work as hard. And they're just fucking happier because the system makes sense. People that think America is not smart enough to implement the exact same thing that all these countries do really have a low opinion of America, in my opinion. We can absolutely look at all the other countries and pick the best governments of all these countries and make the best system ourselves. And conservatives are the ones standing in the way of this. You know, They're literally standing in the way of the happiness of our citizens. Paul Joseph Watson just did a video uh, not too long ago where he talked about how Western society is about to collapse because Americans are so unhappy. Yeah, we are unhappy. And this is how we can become happy, but you're a motherfucker. You are one of the main motherfuckers who fights against our happiness. So on one hand, he bitches about how we're collapsing and we're so unhappy. And on the other hand, he absolutely 100% fights against the things that will make us happier. You know, and, and he doesn't give a shit. See, he wants us to be unhappy because that's his bread and butter. Fear, 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 and unhappiness. Exactly how these motherfuckers have always made money. Always made money. Oh man, this is kind of funny. Um, imagine. <laughs> This is a police chase that happened, I guess, yesterday, the day before. Um, I will go ahead and mute it because there's no reason to have the audio on it. But imagine being the van this guy jumps on. This guy, like, jumps out of his car, runs out in the middle of the fucking street. Cops chasing him. People just driving by not knowing what the fuck's going on. They're like, hey, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, boom, jumps on top of the van. Can you imagine the person inside that van? Be, what the fuck? What the? What is going on? What the hell? And then <laughs> they tackle this motherfucker. You know that was a person that was shocked in that van. I feel bad for them. But at least they have a story they can tell for the rest of their fucking life. One time I was just driving down the road. This crazy motherfucker jumped into my van and the police tackled him. That was my day. How'd your day go? Get off. Fuck you. Um, oh my God. This, this guy. This is an anti-vaxxer GOP Kentucky governor who went and exposed his children to chicken pox instead of vaccinating them. Literally went and exposed them to a neighbor who had chicken pox. Gave his kids the fucking chicken pox on purpose. So, next, do it with measles and polio, dude. You know, prove just how committed you are to this stupidity. 
But this is the GLP for you, folks. This is the new rock and roll. Definitely worth supporting the conservative party, isn't it, folks? They're just geniuses. Uh, and this is uh, Brett Weinstein, one of the intellectual dark web. He's uh, bitching because a fucking private company decided not to carry Jordan Peterson's book anymore. A civilization cannot, fu- cannot function this way. Oh, really? A civilization cannot function if a private business is allowed to do what they want to do with them? Uh, yeah, I think civilization will work just fine, dude. It will work just fine if one bookstore decides not to carry one fucking book. These people, are, they play the victim every fucking chance they get, and they turn around and be like, oh, the left plays the victim. The, the left is fucking snowflakes. They play the victim. No, motherfucker. You do that. You do the fucking same exact shit you constantly bitch about. God, you hypocrites. Like, how can people not see that? And this is, uh, I guess this is the same story about the guy who exposed his fucking children to chicken pox. What an idiot. Let's see what this is. Um. Uh, Oh, shit. This is a great example of evolution. People are like, oh, evolution doesn't exist. We have an intelligent creator, right? This type of pig often has their tusks grow into their brain and kills them. Where is the fucking intelligent design in this? It's obvious that evolution is just a mishmash of shit that works just enough to let you survive and replicate. And then sometimes that shit goes awry. There's no intelligent design in this whatsoever. Unless you mean the intelligent design of evolution, which is to make species uh, more likely to evolve so that they can survive in their environment, which I guess is is sort of a type of, it's not really intelligent. It's just a, a system of trial and error that works just so to make it happen. So anyway, a great example of how the idea of intelligent design is absolutely ridiculous. See what we got here. I don't even know what the fuck this is. Oh yeah, I'll skip that. Um, oh yeah, and Shane Dawson got uh, engaged. So congratulations, Shane Dawson. He, apparently, he's trying to change the topic after he fucked his cat. A lot of people were like, "Dusty, you're just trying to shit on Shane Dawson." He was just clearly joking. Okay, maybe you know, maybe he was clearly joking. Did not sound like he was joking to me, but I don't know. Maybe he just has an incredibly dry sense of humor where when it sounds like he is being 100% honest, he is actually just joking. I don't know, but I think he fucked his cat. That's just me. Yeah, no. Oh, and he's back. He's back, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love you, Christ. Get it. Jesus Christ. Go Super Saiyan on your motherfucker ass. Jesus Christ. Love that dude. Want to hang out with that dude and smoke a bunch of fucking weed because you know that dude smokes weed. Okay, how much you love Jesus or not, the dude loves his fucking weed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you believe this? This is Bolsonaro. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't fucking know. He's the new like president of Brazil or whatever. And he's literally, literally standing next to Trump talking trash about trans people and gays, right? Uh, he stands there and he says, um, Brazil and the United States stand side by side in their efforts to ensure liberties and respect to traditional family lifestyles, respect to God, our creator, against the gender ideology or the politically correct attitudes and against fake news. Fucking our president is standing right next to a motherfucker who is talking about transgender people and traditional family values, dude. How can this fucking be real life? You know, how do you guys support this motherfucker? Like, we have one of the most evil son of bitches who ever lived in the goddamn White House. And people are like, eh, it's pretty normal. Trump's awesome. Love that motherfucker. Trump's great. I mean, it's so frustrating and hard to believe that this is real. But it is. It's real. 
Um, oh, and Notch. Fuck Notch. You guys know who Notch is? The multi-billionaire who made Minecraft? This dude. The only good commie is the one your fist is connected with right this second. As soon as you're no longer in contact, they are bad again. Only you can help them be good. He's literally promoting violence against commies, which everybody's like, oh, oh, the left, they call everybody they don't like Nazis. Well, the right calls everybody they don't like commies, you know, and it's, it's dangerous. Just People call me this all the time when I'm, a, I'm actually a capitalist. I'm a social democrat, which is a form of capitalism, but they call me a commie all the fucking time, so people would just dismiss everything I say and other people will want violence against me. And of course, before he said, by defending violence against people you disagree with, you have more in common with the Nazis than you think. So clearly, Notch is a Nazi by his own logic, right? Way to go, Notch. Total sense, galaxy brain. And uh, Tucker Carlson says the United States is not a racist country because since the Civil War, we've had intermarriage and immigration. That's right. Racism has been cured, folks, because black folks and white folks are now allowed to get married. You can all go home, folks. We solved the problem. But no, we fucking didn't solve the problem. As somebody lives in Mississippi, I can assure you we haven't solved the problem. Like just a couple years ago, I was at a fucking party, a UFC party, and uh, Anderson Silva was fighting. And they were like... Uh, who are you rooting for, Dusty? And I was like, I'm rooting for Anderson Silva. I love that guy. He's an awesome fighter. Who are you rooting for? And the guy next to me says, well, I ain't, I can't even say it. Well, I ain't rooting for no N-word is what he said. All right. And then another guy said, yeah, yeah, I ain't rooting for no N-word. These weren't friends of mine. Okay. I was at the party because another guy invited me to this party and these were friends of his. And of course I made him feel stupid. I was like, Anderson Silva, dude, he's more intelligent than all of us put together. I mean, this guy is a multimillionaire who's very, very intellectual. If you listen to him talk he's he's a smart dude, way smarter than I am. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, I made him feel stupid, and then I and then I never got invited back to that guy's parties ever again. So, not that I wanted to go after that. I was pretty much done after that. And, uh, yeah, like, people wonder why people have a problem with PewDiePie following people like Stefan Mjolnuts or Molly Neox or Molly New or how the fuck he pronounce his name. But he, like, gave a fist bump to Molly New on Twitter, right? Molly New, who is continuously posting about white genocide, who continuously is posting racist dog, not even dog whistles. He's outright saying, hey, white nationalists, I'm listening. I think you have good points. I'm with you. And PewDiePie's like, yeah, pound it, bro. Fist bump. That's why people have a problem with PewDiePie's following and supporting and signal boosting for. It's not because we're assholes. You were like, oh, PewDiePie's a white nationalist. We think PewDiePie's a Nazi who's responsible for the NZ shootings. No. No, we don't think that. He's a small, tiny part of the problem. But a, but he has 90 million subscribers. It's definitely worth pointing out occasionally the shit he's doing, right? Um, oh, and this is on Fox News where they're, they're calling Beto Beta. Like, I would play the clip, but basically the clip is just her calling him a beta. This is the real world we live in where the number one news channel is like run by children. Can you imagine being on the level where you're going around calling people betas to Oh, he's a beta male. <laughs> he's nothing but a beta male. I mean, God, an audience that would watch this shit and enjoy it is just, it's the bottom of the barrel, the lowest of the low. How can you be a conservative and not be fucking embarrassed? That's what I want to know. So, ooh, we're clearing this up quickly. Oh, yeah, and I guess we'll watch this real quick. Can you imagine if Barack Obama would have done even 0.0001% of the shit Trump does. Imagine what Fox News would say about him. This is the kind of shit that they went crazy over when he was president. 
Americans, including myself, humiliated today. Take a look at the photo comparison of our commander-in-chief. There he is, juxtaposed with Vladimir Putin. They have no respect for our president, for his weakness. 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 He wears a helmet when he rides a bike. The picture of him riding the bike with the, with the bike helmet while Putin's got his shirt off. Shirtless on the horse and all that, and Obama was riding a bike with a helmet on. The picture says a thousand words. Here's, watch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which one? You want to talk about the Ukraine for a second? It all began with the picture of President Obama on the bicycle with the helmet. And now we're paying a price for that. Putin, big, strong, muscular, on a horse. There's Obama okay, riding a little bicycle <laughs> with a with a helmet on. Uh, a leisure, not, not like a, a real racing bike. I mean, right. just going out for leisurely. He's got this dumb hat on, right, right. dumb helmet on. This is humiliating. It's unnecessary. You deserve better. We as a country deserve better, and we can do better. Can you, ima can you imagine if Obama would have been on the stage with Putin and said, I, I go against what our fucking intelligence agencies say, and I don't know why Putin would have hacked into our elections, or if he would have like saluted to a North Korean general like he did, or if he would have uh, covered for a Muslim government who literally murdered a U.S. journalist. Or if he would have let people like Erdogan, Muslim thugs, come on U.S. soil and attack uh, free speech protesters and get off scot-free. Can you imagine what they would have said? But, Obama wore my helmet. People that can't see the propaganda of Fox News who think they're anyway for it. And there are people that literally think this, man. It's just nuts. Like fucking Tim Pool. Tim Pool was taken up for uh, Tucker Carlson the other day. Just insane, insane. This is what happens to all the prayers at the Wailing Wall. You guys have probably seen this before, but I'll mute that. But basically, they just dump them out of the wall, sweep them up, throw them in the garbage. That's what happens to your prayers, you know? And that's a, a great metaphor for reality. Literally, all your prayers go directly in the garbage, not answered in any way. And I love he just sweeps it right up to the feet of this guy at the Wailing Wall. He's like, move, motherfucker, move. And the guy's like looking down like, yep, yeah, I see where my... Prayers are going. He's just going to dump them right out of the wall into the ground and then throw them in the garbage. But I don't care. I'm going to sit here and just weld this wall. God, fucking people are so ignorant. If you had any doubt that we evolved from a common ancestor as monkeys, then this should prove it to you right here. Look at these fucking idiots. Religion just makes you so ignorant. So embarrassingly, embarrassingly fucking ignorant. So anyway, let me read the super chats. I'm going to finish this shit up. See what we got here. If you have... Questions for me? Make sure you super chat me right now or forever hold your peace until next Friday or next Monday. What? Today's Friday, right? Yeah. Next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time, right? I will be back to do this again. Hopefully, Destiny will be with me. So, um, let's skip ahead. I am Batman, sent me $5 and said, Screw your haters, Dusty. When I visit my family in Columbus, Mississippi, maybe you and I have lunch. My treats are sure. Let me know if you're ever in the area. I can have a beer. I know I can't have a beer. I don't drink anymore. Shit. Uh, we can have lunch. Yeah, I'll let you buy me a Coke or something. Long live Dusty. Da -da -da -da. Thank you, Matt Hill. Appreciate that. $2 from Blah Blah. Logic. Logic, motherfuckers. Appreciate that. Hobbs and Panthera Tigress gives me $2. Thank you, Hobbs and Panthera, Panthera Tigress. And the Humanist Roar, give me 420, a good amount. Love the recent content, brother. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Like I said, if you guys want me to keep doing this, uh, let me know. You know, and uh, 
encouragement goes a long way, but even longer than that goes money. So uh, patreon.com slash podcast. I have a separate Patreon specifically for this podcast. If you guys want to see me do more of this, if you don't want to see this go the same way it did before, where I quit doing this for years, please support it. Um, you can also send direct tips to PayPal via cultadusty2 at gmail.com. Uh, you can buy t-shirts from the cultadusty.com. Um, or you could just send me money on Super Chats. That's also definitely welcome. I really appreciate it. And I love this fucking thumbnail. The guy did a great job with this thumbnail, in my opinion. People are like, why do you have a Nazi swastika on your head, Dusty? Uh, the guy basically superimposed my face into Charles Manson. And I kind of do like Charles Manson. So and Charles Manson has a swastika carved into his head, or he did before he died. So I like this. It's a cool picture. going to make this my screensaver, I think. Pretty cool. But anyway, uh, that's the show for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. We went through a ton of shit. Uh, and like I said, if you like the show, please send encouragement and tune in Monday at 8 p.m. Central, where hopefully we will have Destiny on. If not, I will be appearing on Destiny Channel anyway, regardless if I have technical difficulties or not. I'll just do his show if I can't fucking get it worked out on my channel. Hopefully I will. Um, and that's it for me. I love you guys. Really appreciate you tuning in. As always, until next time, everybody do it with me. Logic. Fuck yes. Later, guys. Thanks. Get off. Fucking end. End our end 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 end our end